Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 14, 2022. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and PC has been conducting conference calls every day from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you need to show your face and you need to let us know that you're a newcomer. Kavya? Hey, hi. Good afternoon, everyone. So I am sure. first time joining the call. So I have a question like, uh, I have my L2 EAD, which is valid till Feb 18th. Uh, but my I-94 is valid till 6th of March. So do I get an auto extension of my EAD, L2 EAD? Wait a minute. Let me get... Uh, um, Gatri, can, uh, uh, Shruti, can you call Stephen to come join the conference call? Sure, Rahul. Give me five minutes, ma'am. Uh, I yes, want this uh, guy, the other guy, to answer the question to you. Yes. Next person, please. Thank you. Karthik? Yeah, hi. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, I, I have my green card in person interview scheduled on Feb 14th, but unfortunately, I'll be in India during the time for my sister's wedding. Uh, Come on. So I have requested. Yeah. <laughs> So I've requested to reschedule it, but uh, since mine is not current yet, um, so I've requested it to reschedule, but after reading several forums, everyone suggested it's not an idea. So do I have to just call them and cancel my reschedule appointment because I was supposed to get a call in like 30 days. <laughs> uh, you burned the house and you're calling me right now. Uh, I, I have found it before. Yeah, try to, can... try to undo the damage, see, see, and go attend the interview. Got it. Sure. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Steven, um, can you uh, have Miss Kavya um, unmute her again? Sure. Kavya, can you ask the question, Kavya, again? Uh, yeah. Hi, Steven. So I have my L2 EAD valid till 18th of the uh, Feb, but my I-94 is valid till March 6th. So do I qualify for the auto EAD extension? Yeah, so you you'll be able to... So your I-94 is valid until March 6th, but your EAD expires March 18th. A Feb 18th, yes. My okay, EAD sorry, expires. yeah. yeah. So yeah, you'll be... If you file your L2 EAD application, yeah. Uh, before February 18th, you'll be qualified. Extension. Uh, extension. 
yeah. you'll be qualified for the extension, the automatic extension until March 6th, because that's when your I-94 so expires. I have my I-765 and I-539, both are pending. So what mm -hmm. if I go to India and get my visa stamp? Because L1 is approved till 2024. So mm -hmm. can I go to India and get my visa stamping and come back so that I would get an extended I-94 and then thereby mm -hmm. qualify for six months auto EAD extension? Yeah, seems no problem with that. So what if I come after March 6th? Oh, sir? give me, Kavya, Kavya, one time. I have some questions for Steven. Mm -hmm. Didn't you, uh, I, I know this is applicable to the H4 EAD, Steven. Didn't you mm -hmm. say something that when they are coming, the L visa people, yeah, so the, um, the, March... the, wait, wait, but let, let, let everybody know the question I was asking though. So when, when you spoke with the Italian lady, you said that when she is coming in, the CBP may not give the EAD provision. And, and now you're telling Kavya that she is eligible for six months. What's the difference between them? Yeah, so two things. One, we have a... Um, yeah, you know, we have a settlement that they should around March 10th be putting in uh, the language for the I-94s to allow work authorization incident to status for L2 and E2 spouses. Um, so hopefully they've got everything ready. They're, they're getting ready to do that. We haven't heard any updates from CBP on that. Uh, but in theory, what should happen, Kavya, is after March 10th, you should be able to get an I-94 that says, um, L2 spouse, and that will be that plus your passport uh, basically are sufficient for work authorization uh, because L2 spouses will have work authorization incident to status. Let's say hypothetically they've got a delay. Let's say for some reason um, they need more time. If you uh, come back into the United States, even if it's after March 6th, because you have filed your EAD application before it expired, I see no problem with you getting the 180-day automatic extension. So I can basically uh, have a gap, is it? like? Uh, yeah, as long as you've timely filed the EAD okay. application. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Stephen, so the other lady didn't file the extension. I got the point. Kavya, did you, did you question answer any other questions for you? Oh, that's it, sir. Like, uh, it, it's pretty much answered. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks Thank a you, lot. Thank you, Stephen. Next person, please. Sudhi? Hi. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Uh, hi, Ralph. Thank you very much uh, for helping us out here. I just had a quick question. Um, so, basically, my wife's uh, H4 and H4 EAD, both of them... Uh, Basically, uh, so let me start it again. So once I got my approval for uh, H1, I basically filed for my wife's H4 uh, and H4 EAD as standalone. And, uh, and we also tried to go to the Mexico border to kind of get the I-94 extended. But did you fly it or did you drove? No, we, we, I drove, sir, and it didn't work out. I tried twice, it didn't work out. What happened was her H-4 ended on uh, December uh, 18th. Her H-4, uh, uh, I-94 ended on December 28th. Uh, however, uh, she got an approval for uh, H-4 on January 4th. So what I'm trying to ask is, we had filed the H-4 EAD at a time when the H-4 and I-94 were valid. 
and she got the extension now. So that's that. I mean, and she was so. So let me let me understand one thing. When is mm -hmm. when is the H four EAD expiring? H four EAD expired uh, on December eighteenth. And when did you file for the EAD extension? In October of twenty twenty one. Okay. Now she has the H four validity period right now. Why exactly, did not sir. she get the? Did you file the H four and EAD at a different time? Yes, sir. It was ten. You you're doing everything I, wrong. You're doing everything wrong. Everything wrong. But anyway, she is employment authorized six months from the time the EAD expired, which is December twenty eighteenth of two thousand and twenty one. So that will be somewhere in uh, I guess it will be June. Until June, right, she can right, work right. right now. Okay, okay, sir. Thank, thank you very much. And it's already okay. five months pending. Um, we are waiting for the. That's fine. Needed, right so. now, she's eligible to work until June. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Next time, thank don't you. file the H four plus EAD separately. I, file I know, I saw them video together. Yesterday. Okay, that's good. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Next person, thank please. Thank you, sir. Uh huh. Yes, uh, Rahul sir. First of all, thank you. Appreciate all your help. Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, I'm working here in Houston at a really small company. Uh, they're sponsoring my green card, and uh, 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 their lawyer has uh, already uh, working on submitting a perm application. Uh, my question to you was: uh, uh, Last year, I was getting paid less than uh, the prevailing wage, so my W two represents uh, about. Uh, $4,000 less than the prevailing wage. Uh, but starting this year, I'll be getting paid uh, uh, more than the prevailing wage. So uh, if I file for IE140, uh, uh, hopefully this year, if not the next year, uh, can I just show my pay stubs uh, um, that will show I'm getting paid more than my uh, prevailing wage? Or, uh, or will that be a problem since my W-2 for last year does not show the pre uh, pay less than... Uh, Shows pay less than prevailing wage. Uh, first of all, does what? How big is your company? Uh, ten people, less than ten people. Do they make profits? To your knowledge? Uh, no, they don't. No. Yeah. Um, coming to the point, if they don't make profits, though, if the W, if the two thousand twenty-two matches the prevailing wage, okay, okay. it doesn't right. matter whether two thousand. 21 matches or not it's only 2000 it is only 2022 that counts okay. and that is after filing the palm labor certification not before so you are good if you are ma matching the prevailing wage yeah. from the time the the palm labor certification has been filed it doesn't matter previously you may be 50000 less it doesn't matter okay all right yeah that that was exactly my question Next is person. my WP. yeah Santosh? Uh, hi, uh, hi, Rahul, sir. Thank you so much for taking the call. Uh, sure. So um, we have a H1, H4, uh, and EAD, uh, which were filed con like everything together in September uh, first week. Uh, H1 is uh, approved at, with, again, the same story, H4 and uh, EAD both are pending in Nebraska right now. So When uh, is the H4 ending? Uh, H4 is ending in uh, January 20th, uh, like in next week. 
Okay, keep going. Okay, so my question is, but I found out that uh, the January, uh, like the I ninety four expiry is on January thirtieth. For some reason, they had uh, the petition date. They had the yeah, ten ten days normally. Go ahead. Ten days. Normally, go ahead. So, like yeah. So I'm I'm just I need to know whether my wife can continue working till thirtieth or she has to leave the job on twentieth. that is just a, that is not technically 797 it was a permission to leave the country i would not allow her to work for those ten days we will not uh, allow her to work i would not recommend days. i would not recommend okay there is no clear okay. guidelines on it i would not recommend okay okay so we cannot uh, but she can stay here until the application is pending uh, absolutely like when she we can. absolutely yeah, okay. she can okay thank you next person please ash Hi Rahul. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So I I have a question regarding the I ninety four. So mm -hmm. in two thousand sixteen, I enter on the US with uh on the V with the visa. So visa? the so H one B visa. Mm hmm. So they give me the I ninety four according to the visa, not according to the my I seven nine seven approval. In two thousand sixteen. so mm -hmm. recently i saw your video or the weekly video in that when you said that uh, it shouldn't be so after that i got like two approvals from the same company and third approval from the other company after that so is it like be problem in the future should i go to the cbp and correct it don't do that because one of don't my friend that. he went to the cbp but his i94 was not expired so they corrected Don't don't do anything. Don't do anything. If you've so already got the extension, you got everything. I would not do anything. So what about because uh, my stamping is like six years ago. So I am thinking to go India and stamp. Do you think there will be problem uh, while entering back to the US or no? No. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Don't walk into CBP. They may even detain you. Next person. Please. Okay. Thank you so much. Varma. Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, can can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, first of all. And uh, so I, I downgraded from EB two to EB three in, in December twenty twenty. And uh, while applying four eighty five, I did not apply my medicals, and I got an RFP in August twenty twenty one. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, and my wife, uh, I saw like my wife had an alien number in the four eighty five receipt notice. And uh, and even though we submitted my medicals, we did not get the GC because the dates got retrogressed. And now, yeah, now uh, I'm planning to uh, apply a new four eight five EB two. So my mm -hmm. question is, can I, can I, shall I need to use the same alien number uh, that my wife got in the EB three four eight five received in in her medicals? Uh, sir, sir, what did you say about the medicals? Uh, in the medicals, we need to enter the alien number, right? Don't don't enter it. You don't need to. Uh, because she 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 got a new alien number in EB three four eighty five received, so can I, I use the, it? Don't oh. use it. So don't, don't use it. just just use blank while while just doing this. That's right. No EB3. case has ever been denied because there's a blank in the A number. Okay. So uh, and and one more thing is like, uh, can I apply again EAD and AP uh, while in uh, while uh, EAD and AP is pending in EB three? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank Bye. you. Thanks. Uh, sorry, I didn't pay attention. Sorry, can you ask question again? Sorry. No. What What I'm asking is like, can I can I also again uh, apply EAD and AP in? Absolutely, you should. You should. 
Okay. Sorry about that. You should have you should apply for EAD and DAP. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Sai. Hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. So, mm -hmm. I downgraded uh, from EB two to EB three in October twenty twenty, and my priority date is April twenty thirteen. I'm with the same company. So in twenty twenty one, six months after I have downgraded. I I got my 140 approved and then I got promoted as a manager, so we filed 485J. So because my date is uh, why did you file 485J now? Uh, because I changed role, right? And at that time in 20, uh, I mean, <laughs> actually, I talked to you and uh, our game then our plan then was to file for um, premium 140, get it approved, and then. Uh, get H1 amendment for the role change, and then also do 485J because in 2013, I mean, at that time it was current. So final action date. Okay. Anyway, okay. So now I'm stuck in Texas. They haven't even approved my EAD or AP, you know, forever. I mean, I talked to the senator, congressman, and uh, what not. So, so I'm concerned. Even after like a couple of years, they would never approve my application, even if the date is current. So can I interfile to EB2? Or can I file a new petition in EB two uh, with the engineer, uh, 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 you know, 140 and perm? Um, you can you can do interfile or you can do refiling. Uh, okay. So it's up to you which one you want to pick it though. There are some pluses and minuses for the interfiling. It's not a clear cut idea. I want you to watch this 11 minute. We only discuss about. Should what are the pluses of interfiling? What are the pluses of the refiling? My lawyer is saying because uh, it's a role change, we cannot use the old perm, and uh, we have to redo the perm. And he's saying like we just filed a 485J as a manager role, and now if we file another application, I, I would not have filed the 485J for you at all. I don't know why they did it. Okay. It is not what your current position is. If the job offer is there. they can still and the natural increments in the position imagine this you know you filed your labor certification in 2012 the softwares that you put it in there they don't even exist anymore now okay okay i agree so it's okay. a natural increment of those things so these people they just want to make money that's the reason they want to file all these different I applications them to do it because uh, you know after talking to you uh, the the loopholes were uh, you know not having a 140 approved which we got luckily approved you know they accepted the premium and then we we also filed 485j and h1 amendment so so the lawyer was not pushing for it i pushed them because uh, yeah you know, that was we, not necessary i would not you can still file a ab2 with the old labor and i145 with your lawyer Uh, oh, and because it is a, a, a supervisor of the same role uh, that was under the perm, a natural increment in the position. You didn't move from an IT profession to a lawyer position or to a civil engineer position. So that's a natural increment. You don't need to do anything. You can file a four eight five. Because he said it would come under misrepresentation, and he would not recommend the company go with it. And no. and now that's what that's what Facebook does it. That was Microsoft does it. That was Apple does it. Or Google does it. I don't know yeah. which company lawyer this guy represented. Okay. Then they file for other. Uh, But how, isn't it misrepresentation to say that you're st still using the same software to, uh, that you filed ten years ago? I don't know what he's he's meaning about that misrepresentation. Okay. So he's definitely misrepresenting. Okay. All right. Uh, According to his you. standard, 
according to his standards, not according to my standards. I don't know why you filed the 485J supplement. It doesn't make any sense whatever for it. In fact, you're contradicting it. That's not a good idea to file the 485J supplement. Okay. okay. But but even after the damage is done, you feel okay if we file uh, the 485, uh, new 485, right? That's fine. Yep. Okay. Next I'll, I'll, I'll push for him. Thank you. Nitin? Uh, hi, this is Nitin. Hello. Yes, go ahead, Nitin. Hey, Rob. Yeah, this is Nitin. So, uh, my question is, I'm on H1B visa right now, and my H1B is expiring in 24, uh, year 24, and I'm, a, I'm having an EAD also, a green card EAD, which is expiring in 2023. Uh, so, if I let's say if I change the employer, so at this stage, should I apply for like AC21 job portability or H1B transfer or both? Um, you, you have an EAD or you don't have a EAD right now? You have an EAD. I have right? a EAD. I have a EAD, but I'm not using it right now. I'm still on the H1B. So, they, see, there are some, the only disadvantage, so you're moving to a different company. Yeah. I mean, I personally, when I was at your position, though, I let my non-immigration status go. I used EAD. Okay. Because it's too much money, too much things to maintain the H1B, H4, going stamping every time, coming back, <coughs> maintaining two statuses. I normally give a 7% risk. If you maintain the H1B and EAD, I will give a 0.5% risk if you only manage EAD. Okay. But so am I going to give you risk-free? No, there is nothing called risk-free. So that means job portability, AC21 is the right option in that case. It's up to you. I say, I told you, as I told you, is that it's okay. 7% and 0.5% risk. Okay. I personally, I let my non-immigration status go just because I'm going to make more money by telling that B on H1B and EAD doesn't make ethical sense for me to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got you. If there is a criminal history, kids who are aging out, there are some issues that pops up. That's a different issue, but I want you to watch this video, 10 minute video only on, is it EAD or H1B? What should okay. you choose, okay? Sure, okay, thank you. Next person, please. Amar? Amar? Yes, go ahead, Amar. Uh, Amar, you have to unmute yourself. Yeah. Hi. Uh, good evening, uh, everyone. Uh, Rahul Garu. Uh, I mean, I moved from H1 to EAD, green card EAD. Mm -hmm. So, and my green card EAD is expiring in April 2022. Next year, mm -hmm. uh, this after four months. Mm -hmm. I applied for renewal. So now mm -hmm. I'm planning to visit in India for three, four mm -hmm. weeks. So then I need to come back. So mm -hmm. is there any impact to my renewal application or like I never traveled to India after coming to US? So zero, zip, nil, nothing. In the initial filings though, of the advanced parole though, you travel, they may deny it. But if it's an extension, they will not deny it. Okay. Okay. So is there any immigration questions? Why didn't you travel this, these many days? 
I wanted to settle here. I don't want to take nothing wrong with it. Now, one one issue where people get shocked is that when you come into the airport, the CBP officer will be there, right? They may walk you to a different room in some of the airports. That is not bad, though. Okay, just they they even do it. I've seen in that room, you know, people adopt the South American kids and they bring the little babies. Also, they are also sent to that room, just because there is no. Paperwork that can be handled for advance parole at that place. That's the reason they're taking you into a different room. Okay. So it's not a problem. It just takes forty-five uh, minutes extra time for you. That's okay. the only problem. No problem. Advance parole travel. Never seen any problem. Yeah. Next person. Yeah, and so, one more. Uh, my kid is in India. So past two years. So due to your the kid COVID, is a U.S. She, citizen. Yeah, she's U.S. citizen. That's out of my jurisdiction. Okay. Okay. So then, What's is the there issue? any problem uh, while bringing here? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, That's your child. Your wish. Next person, please. Naga. Hi. My question is: um, I have H one B for a Florida location, like Miami area, and I also have I one forty approved with my full time employer a year ago for the same location florida let's say i move from florida to another state temporarily mm-hmm. uh, i think i think they would have to amend my h1b absolutely they have to so does that mandate uh, a new perm and i140 as well you said the word temporarily any for an year or so yeah correct yeah no i mean if that's the word that you're going to stick with whether okay. the temporary is 2 years 5 years 10 years it doesn't matter they don't need to do it so for rather- the green card Got it. So if my company uh, attorney says, hey, you need to update something, I can rather say uh, by the time the I-140 date becomes current, I'll move back to Florida, something like that, right? Absolutely, that's fine. And, and a quick follow-up question is, can I continue renewing my H-1B post six years with H-1B on one location using the I-140 that was filed for another location? Absolutely no problem. Okay, got you. Thank you so much, sir. That's it. Mansa? Next person. Mansa, you have to unmute yourself. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Good, Mansa. Hi, um, my name is Manasa, and I'm an H4 dependent child with my dad as the primary H1 applicant. So my question is about the CSPA age. So we downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and our I-140 was approved in the first week of October. And then we applied- Wait, wait, wait. What's the priority date? So the priority date for us is December 17, 2013. And... And... When was I-145? So the I-140 was filed and approved. It, it was approved on October 27, 2021. Damn. The priority date moved back by that time. No, no, no. Because in, in October, the priority date was still current. I think it was in November. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'll look, I'll look into that. Um, let me look into it. In, so in October... The priority date is current. That's what you're telling me, is right? Yes. Okay, let me double check that, okay? You're right. 
You are right. So your priority date was current in October. It was mm-hmm. approved in October 27th. The priority mm-hmm. date was current. Okay, that's fine. Um, how 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 old are you? Um, right now I'm with, 20 years and I would say five months. You are locked. I was locked. You are locked. The reason is that in October of 2021, your mm-hmm. dad's mm-hmm. final action date is current. Right. The uh, oh one second. The I one forty was approved. Oh yeah, I one forty was approved in October. That's mm-hmm. needed. Yes. The four eight five must have been filed. Yes, yes. it's been filed, mm-hmm. and you must be under twenty one at that time. You were yes. still under twenty one on October twenty seventh, two thousand twenty one. You are locked. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Then. Next person, please. Shani. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is regarding my EAD. So my husband is in H-1B visa, and recently he received I-140, and his visa is going to expire this year, August. So, uh, so actually, he's going for extension in the month of March or April. So I'm just thinking, like, when should I apply for EAD? Like, right now, can I apply EAD? Is that you can apply? Idea? You can apply uh, for EAD right now. and then you can apply for ead again when you file the extension whichever comes you take it okay so it means like now i can apply for ead and while he is applying for his extension i can apply h1b in premium h4 and h4 ead ideally that would be the best way to do it oh, okay so i can apply twice that's okay no you problem. can apply twice while one ead is pending can you file one more ead absolutely you can oh okay Thank you. So first time you are only asking until August of two thousand twenty-two. The second time you are asking from August of two thousand twenty-five. So absolutely okay. nothing wrong. Yeah. Okay. That's what my next question. Next person. I'll take the last caller, and after that, I will take some questions in the chat. But the questions should be in a reasonable size, guys. If it's lengthy size, I will have hard time reading it. Chandra. Hi, uh, uh, Rahul Gar. Thanks for doing this. Um, you know, la- October twenty twenty, we downgraded my EB two uh, to EB three. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, yes, we did downgrade back in October twenty twenty um, to EB three, but we also had to amend it because our company name changed. Uh, the company went through a split, and we were about to amend before that. So while doing that, we did that downgrade to EB three. My priority date is November twenty twelve, so the date retrogressed. I didn't get EAD yet. I it went to Nebraska. No EAD, no AP, no four eighty five. It was current for four months. Now is I one forty approved? It was approved uh, in June, July, something like that. Did the premium processing? Um, okay. It, it was process. Uh, it was approved. Uh, I, I, I was current for four months or five months. Now the date retrogressed. Obviously, EB three. Now can I? You know, I I asked my attorney what what can we do about EB two, because we amended the EB two to EB three. So he's suggesting we can amend the old EB two of the previous company uh, without selecting the amend checkbox as a as a successor to the other application. I don't know. Um, um, uh, is that something we can try? He said, you know, so it won't affect the existing EB three approved. Uh, I want to approve. I don't see any problem in filing one more I one forty. I don't see any problem in it. Right. I mean, it's not problem. like. You can file one more amendment. Nothing wrong with it. 
or he can file one more amendment and yeah. if it is approved does it mean that the existing eb3 is revoked i mean can we have two amendments no 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 eb3 is not revoked this okay. is a different circumstances that is a different circumstances nothing is revoked here you're good okay so he can still go ahead and amend that and if i'm lucky i get eb2 approved as well then yes. i can think about refiling or interfiling later you are absolutely right i would file right now i140 under eb2 and keep it ready for me if i want to refile or interfile i can use it awesome and then and when you file it when you file it only file under normal and convert into premium afterwards right right yeah yeah we do that uh, one one question this right uh, can i start using ead if i get a uad or for ap for to travel while this is going on before i interfile or refile can if you're I... planning to refile don't you know you can't be on ead but if you're planning to interfile then it doesn't matter okay because okay. to refile you have to be in a non immigrant status you can always uh, yeah that's the reason why you know you can't be an ead if you're if you're doing uh if you're doing uh refiling yeah. you have to maintain the non immigrant status okay that answers everything okay. thank you so much if we get a ap when is pending under family circumstances it valid for 2 years or only for few weeks normally if they give an emergency um emergency parole it is only valid for 3 months i did my stamping with company in 2014 stamped up to 2017 am i eligible for drop box absolutely you are my wife has stamped h4 until 2023 but she had a ped i don't know what ped can i don't know what ped is and uh, does she need stamping uh if she has already stamping until 2023 though um i don't see any reason why she needs a stamping again though but i don't know what ped is my 6 years my 6 years cap is ending in april 11 this year my perm is pending since uh, if i have any other option apart from going to india kiran uh, we've just made a video on that though uh just actually was published today i want you to watch that video though there are a lot of alternative things and what are the pluses and minuses um we just published it 5 hours ago uh, just watch it and if you still are concerned you should make an appointment with us uh, ahiri balgi has this question um gceed is pending for 15 months uh, two expert request denied what can be done i don't know what can be done and if you find out any method that can be done you let us know because all methods what we tried are failing how long it will take for an advance parole for filing uh it may take anywhere two months to almost 15 months can you start a llc on h4 ead h4 ead can start llc absolutely not a problem can i do a correction of my birth certificate birth year in the passport here in usa oh sundara gatti you have a problem because then that requires the i94 h1b lot of different things though 
it could be achieved. You may want to consult a lawyer before you step into that one. Yes, you can do that thing. I've known people who have done it and they didn't have much problem with it. One service center transferred to another service center. Can we ask them to send it back? You can ask, they won't honor it. They won't honor it at all. If I'm on parole, can I apply as a dependent in my husband's 485? Puja, it depends on what kind of parole you are in. Or should I be in a non-immigrant status though? Um, I don't know what kind of parole you are in. But if you're in 485 parole, oh, you're applying as a dependent of a husband's 485. If Puja, if you have a H1B, H4 validity though, you can always go to Mexico and come back and convert yourself into the non-immigrant status and then add yourself to your husband's 485. Um, Anil has not received the I-140 though, um, receipt notice. Um, Anil, normally lawyers don't give the I-140 receipt notices to the employees. You should check with the employer. There's another way of checking the I-140 receipt notice is that if any chance the lawyer did not receive it, they can always check if the check has been cashed. Uh, EA is telling one of my friend got the I-94 based H-1B and they sent, they, they got the I-94 by sending an email to Chicago CPP office and they got it in email. I have no clue about it. I have no clue about it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable about that way of getting it. Can I work on H-1B with my current employer and GCAD with company B? So I'm maintaining my non-immigrants. Can we refile AOS application maybe too? No, you will be working on EAD. That means you are married to the application though. Yes, Kumar, the 797 approval has not been received. The official way is I-824. That will take ever though uh, for you to get it. One other way that we do, we, we call it as hacking, is file an amendment and do the premium processing. That's another way of getting it easy. That costs a lot of money, but that's a faster way because I-824 will take two years. Uh, what is the category of picking whether it's EB2 or EB3, Manor, it's very tough. I cannot tell the answer to that thing. Uh, it's your choice. I mean, I've, my expectation is both will go forward and backward. My family H4 are expired and I got an RFE on H4. Can I still file there for it fine EB2? I'm assuming that when you say expired, but they have the H4 pending and the RFE was issued on RF, uh, H4. Absolutely. If the H4 is pending, you can file the 485 application. I don't see it as a problem.
Um, Sabrish Chandramoli has this question. I'm working in a different location than my company. Uh, can I give my friend service? You can do one thing. I mean, when they're filing an LCA, you can give your home address where you are. Let's say, for example, you're in Florida and the company is in California, though. They can put both addresses, though. Okay. California and Florida address, get the LCA approved. In that way, it will be easier. You don't have to be staying at where your company is. I'm an AP. Can I travel in Mexico, get an I-94 extension for the approved 7? If you have already an approved 797 with the I-94, yes, that's exactly what I was telling you to do. But you must have the I-797 approval. Thank you guys for coming in the next conference call will be uh, will be on Monday. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.